Welcome back, friends, to Visions Veiled and Violent. In the last episode, the Zatis of the Blue Veiled Troop defeated the monstrous Spider Queen that had given birth to the other Arachnid abominations. Despite the warnings of my character, the level-headed barbarian, Adwale, the party insisted on pressing their luck and searching for more treasure. While the party was able to solve the riddle left behind by the Necromancer in Moore's head and collect the treasure that we had hoped to find, some of the party couldn't stop thinking that we should keep pushing further into danger. However, after destroying the eggs of the Spider Queen, Adwale drew the line at entering another still door. This one, adorned with the head of a gargoyle that spewed oily black smoke. Finally, getting the group to climb out of the well, the party returned to the Carnivale, where they drew more than a little attention with their new friend, Spider Robert, amplified by the shouts of Vezi drawing everyone's attention to it. Perhaps it was naive to think that the tired Zatis would be able to focus on the mysteries already surrounded them, because just when they were set to figure out what to do with the unconscious man they had rescued from the cocoon, Adewale was approached by a gray-skinned man with a ritually scarred forehead who had warned that the barbarian's response to a question might determine who lives and who dies this day. Can you just say the dire warning? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> a refresher on that would be awesome. So, uh, so Adewale, to refresh, uh, right as you had uh, come into this triumphant scene of returning to the carnival, uh, this purple-skinned man with a ritualistic scar on his forehead Thanos. had grabbed a hold of you and said, Listen carefully to this warning, for what I say will determine who lives and who dies this day. Oh, okay. Well... Adewale will have his hand reach back, holding his the handle of his greatsword, just in case. And he'll look at this man who gave him this warning and says, well, what's the warning? Can't really heed a warning if I don't have a warning. You hear in the background the jubilation of the excited Hanata's crowd all swarming around uh, Moore and Lathander and Jericho and Nevitz to celebrate their return. The crowd seems to grow dim and distant as this man approaches and there's almost a chill in the air like a frost around his breath as he mm-hmm. leans in closer and says I am looking for one who has transgressed and I have been sent to find her well I do not know who you're looking for do you have a description I am looking for a young woman no. a woman who is a trickster a user of magics. One who profanes the names of the many gods. Jericho's sweating a little bit. <laughs> um, do they know the rest of our, my friends? Uh, so I'm going to say, based on passive perception and the crowd, that the rest of your buddies are just enjoying the good vibes of, uh, of everyone cheering their return and you know the small children wanting to come and, and pet the giant spider. Yeah, they have not noticed uh, your new companion here. Adewale will look back behind him for a second and grip the hilt of his sword, greatsword, a bit tighter now, and draw it slightly. I know someone who has similar stature of who you're speaking about, but I don't think I can give them up. They are family. You see that the man's face grows hard and you can almost see little flecks of frost forming on his skin and there's almost a storm brewing behind his eyes and this sense of raw arcane power building behind him. He growls I will not allow you to stand in the path of the unseen star boy if you know where Irazur resides give her up or I shall be forced to destroy you I, I, I Ira who? Irazur. She also okay. calls herself Jayana. Adewale is going to twirl his uh, gray sword around a little bit, grab it to where the blade's facing outwards towards the man, but not towards him per se, just out, and stab it into the ground, cross his arms, and I I do not know the name, if I'm being completely honest with you, sir, but it's none of my friends. Uh, we don't have anyone by that name. As you put your sword in the ground, you see that the, that the sense of cold starts to abate, and the storm that was going behind his pupils subsides, and he, he, the man crosses his arms over his chest. That is unfortunate. Well, 
for you. It, it is unfortunate out. for the fate of this world, boy. I don't. I don't know. I don't know what you want me to. I don't know what you want me to do. I'm. I'm. I hope you. You call me boy. Your naivety and inexperience is apparent. You need not explain it to me. I don't know who you're looking for, and I don't know how to help you. I think I know how you can. As he reaches right. out and puts a hand on your shoulder, and you feel this jolt go through you. Right. When you find her, I will know. What the? You just touch a kid, weirdo. Leave me alone. <laughs> I'm 16. Go away. If I find her, I'll find her. But gosh, don't. So he, he takes a step back, taking his hand off your shoulder and folds his arm over his chest again. So I will wait here. Wait. And, and like, uh, like, just like out of pure, like, annoyance. He just like, just like grumbles in giant tongue. And he's like, what does this have to do with me? Aside from the whole world ending, as you say. What do the gods have to do with any mortal? We are but pieces on the board of a greater game. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> Can I roll to see if Jericho notices what's going on right now? Uh, sure, yeah. Jericho, give me an active perception check. Roll that enormous brick-sized d20. I actually <laughs> have a brick-sized uh, d6 now, so... You can roll that if you like. It just won't go as well. Okay. <laughs> um, that's a 15. 15? Okay, so yeah, so as the, the, the crowd is all going around, you see that uh, little Vezzy has climbed up on the back of Robert the Spider and is, is just <laughs> petting his head uh, as, as everyone's still enthralled by your, your unexpected victory from your exploration. You, out of the corner of your eye, notice this very strange man who seems to be lecturing... Adewale off to the side. All right, I kind of sidle up to the two of them. Jericho kind of slinks over to where they're at. And she opens her mouth and mimics the man's voice, but recombines the words. What are the gods' game? The man turns slowly towards Jericho, and you see him reach up with two fingers to trace around the circle of the scar that's been burned into his forehead. Says... The god's game, child, is the gods to tell one tale at a time. But this tale is quite old and almost always ends with death. It follows you still. If you doubt, ask your elders. Ask them if they know the creeping death that haunts you still. I care not for your fate, only for the girl. This girl has... Uh, well, well, somewhat step uh, in front of Jericho per se so that he's, he's still can be in the way if something does go wrong um, the name repeat it for me please she has called herself Irazur she has called herself Jayana she has called herself Jillian Venex names she takes and discards like so many cheap masks but at her heart, she is a criminal who has profaned against the divine. And the unseen star demands retribution. Does Jericho recognize any of these names? Uh, Jericho does not. Does Adewale? Probably not. Adewale also does not. No. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Um, Good try this. Shooting uh, the unseen star. Does Adewale recognize that? So, uh, make a religion check on that. Oh, I'm proficient. While you're doing together. that, uh, as the, the crowd has gathered around the spider that Moore is riding, that Vezzi has now uh, climbed on top of, and uh, everyone is still looking like, wow, over at what Nevitz and Lathander have managed to, to bring back for the troop. And as you're going all through this, you see that uh, some of your other teen friends, uh, particularly the, the clowns, uh, Taylene and Columbina have, have come up to just wow and ooh and ah or they see that uh, and Taylene approaches like what did you do this is amazing so that's a question yeah, was, so, that, yeah. was that to one of us in particular was it to the, yeah, to it was, uh, the spider to, to, to the group it wasn't to the spider oh, okay well you know we save the day you can thank us and we can go about the rest of our day with our new friend Robert, the spider, who's 
with the circus now. You're welcome. You're welcome. The Hanata's crowd looks over warily to some of the animal cages, you know, trying to see how they could possibly rearrange the existing uh, manticore and owl bear to make room for this new giant spider that seems to be just happily swaying back and forth, uh, letting Vezzy bounce and down up on his thorax. Nevitz uh, looks up at Moore and he says, well, it appears they will not be talking about any visions for the next week. Mission accomplished? <laughs> Moore immediately sends you daggers with her eyes. Why would you say that out loud? We could talk about that later, not in front of the crowd. What if somebody heard the V word? Stop it. Stop. Anyways, this spider eats cows. We're going to have to up that budget, whoever's in charge of that. So, um, to that point, I think we should uh, get the um, the loot over to uh, Borog and uh, possibly go talk to Mother Silvenza about uh, our unconscious colleague here. So as you say that, you said the two acrobat uh, clowns look, look over and see the man that you've rescued from the well. Oh, oh, this poor man. It looks like he's been dragged all over and dropped and beaten and incredibly lucky to have been saved by you. Some of that might have happened after the fact, but that's neither here nor there. Um, in either case, uh, is Mother Silvenza available? Oh, yes. Uh, Taylene pipes up. Yeah, she's actually... Uh, over in the, the Cirrus tent right now, the, trying to recover from some earlier spell, which is a total drag because I had a question I really wanted to ask her, but then I heard that, of course, more might have been able to give me an answer, but I don't know if that's still on the table. Hey, no, that was actually a false alarm. Um, that was um, bad stew. So no visions. Add stew? What does that yes. mean? Luth- Luthander's leaning on his staff. Have we got anyone <laughs> called stew here? Especially not bad stew. And the, then the other clown, Columbina, pipes in like, Stew, is is that that townie? I think there was a stew that came by. Yeah, no? sure. Yeah, it was that one. I think uh, now that the clown's routine is like done, it's actually Jericho's time to go out and start doing magic tricks for people. So that's, that's what she's doing right now. He's... Okay. Jericho's slipping away to, to, to help out with the children. She, like, she a... Basically, she, like, spies, like, she's like, oh, uh, she's like, uh, I'm on. You know, like, like bright text appears above her head. Uh, and she, like, shrugs, and she's like, <laughs> she just dips out, leaving Adewale with this weird man. Weird man? Oh, and luckily, Jericho happens to be just across from the stage where they're doing the puppet show. Mm-hmm. Uh, I got a 17 total. Poor Adewale there with this man that, uh, based on Adewale's familiarity with religion, knows that he is part of a fairly radical sect uh, that is known for being incredibly doctrinaire and highly volatile. So, he, so this person undoubtedly has enough power to probably wipe the floor with at least half of the camp if he wanted to. I've heard whispers among my travels before I joined our carnival here. As long as there's no indication that you will cause harm to my family, I'll see what I can do. That is partially correct, boy. The man says as he just keeps his arms folded on his chest, I will see what you will do. No, I will see what I can do. How are you no, saying? I am correct. No, no, I'm correct. Whatever. No, I am. I am literally <laughs> correct. No, I'm literally correct. That is not the proper way to say that word. Whatever. I think while um while Jericho is like <laughs> waiting to do like God bless you, Foxy. The, the the pyrotechnics, you know, for the puppet show. She's like like she's got this little piece of paper. She's like jotting that symbol down that was on his head, like kind of trying to remember it. And then she's oh, and then she like shoots a little firework out when. One of the puppets, like, gets hit by a cannonball and then goes back to scribbling. Nate, is there someone in the camp who would do healing aside from Mother Savant? Would she be the person to go to for healing, or would I have asked Taylene if someone else was available? I, I don't know who the, the healer is for our group. There's a number of people in the camp who can provide healing for you. Mother Silvenza is one of them, but you would know that there's also a fair number of other folks. Uh, there's a a resident druid, a resident alchemist who you could go to for healing if you didn't want to wait for the 
for all the searing seeing to go on at the, the fortune telling tent. Nevitz does like to address issues, but he also knows his friend slash, you know, pseudo sister does not want to address issues. So I kind of assume that more would not want to go to Mother Sylvenza. So if there was anyone else who's more on the druidic side, I probably would have asked Taylene that side, you know, is so-and-so available uh, for our Sudestin um, uh, unconscious fellow. Unless you want me to have a verbal fight with Moore to try to get her to go to Mother Sylvenza. I just think that's going to be Bring it on. five minutes of banter that's going to lead with Nevitz giving up. <laughs> Moore's like, no, no, I can't. don't have time. I have to wash my hair. Mm, yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't let me stop you from, from getting in a fight, obviously. Uh, so so the, the obvious answer that, uh, that Taylene would steer you towards, there is an, an elder cleric in the, the camp a member of the Bondaran Council named Anton, and he is the one who, at the Tent of Jests, is the one who d- typically does most of the camp's major healing and medicine. But Columbina, the the, the 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 female jester, hates him. By the way, that's good to know. Can I ask a group dynamics question as well, just based on the way um, the group knows each other, um, their history, whether Nevitz might notice that something's going on. Um, with Adewale, even if there's all the distractions, just perhaps a disadvantage or something, but like... Uh, normally, yes, although I think Ade has a tendency to just kind of wander off and do yeah, what okay. he wants to do anyways, I just, yeah, yeah, and I, yeah. I think Nevitz is I kind of focused in on, we've got a giant spider, and we've got a ton of gold, and we've got an unconscious guy, so I think he's just focused in normally. Makes um, sense. Okay. I, I think... Interesting. Yeah, no, I, I think normally that, that dynamic's kind of there. I think I'll let Coda say. I think Adewale looks out for Nevitz more than Nevitz looks out for Adewale. Like, Adewale usually makes loud noises when stuff is going wrong. That that seems to be aligned. Whereas Nevitz is usually in a corner being being threatened by bigger people, so it's a different dynamic. Lines up well with Nevitz wandering into the room with the purple smoke. Yep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it's, it's hard yeah. for Nevitz to look out for Adewale being his smaller stature, yeah. so... Yeah. Um, gotcha. Friends but small I, I, I will say, you know, Nevitt's picking up on, at the end of the day, he, I, I think presumably we are kind of a close-knit group or all the same age-ish uh, coming up as the uh, as the Zotties. I, I think I would try to throw more a bone and look over to Taylene and just say, I mean, we need to get over to Anton, kind of gives a look over to Columbina. But we're also in quite a bit of treasure. So if you start pushing the narrative that maybe the Bonduran Council should allow for extra drinks for the, the group before we leave as a celebration of incoming wealth, I think you might be able to get that to happen. See the, the eyes brighten a little bit uh, at this suggestion. As Taylene says, that is a fantastic idea. Like, can you imagine? But that keep it. Start, start the, start the whispers, start the rumors, uh, but start, start the whisper movement. But we need to go. Okay, okay, but, but I mean, but I do have to find somebody who can answer this question sooner than later because it's gonna. I, I might literally die if I don't know the answer to this question. I can't. I don't know what rumors were spread before, but I've been with more all day. She's not seeing anything. Make a deception check on that. one. Sorry, more. I'm not good at lying. Oh, oh it's I a natural, believe in you. It's a natural seven on the die. I've been rolling high on all the pre-rolls. Deception? Yeah. That's an 11. An 11. Okay. Can I get advantage because she's really thinking about the gold and she's just out of her own wits? So when you say this... Taylor looks at you, you know, just to tilt her head in a little, the bells in her hat jingle a little bit as she looks at you, and she holds that stare just long enough for it to be really <laughs> uncomfortable. Uh-oh. Okay, Nevitz. I believe you. Hey, um, I think, actually, you know, Columbina is the best person, I think, to take you and uh, and Mr. Almost Dead Guy over to the Tent of Jess, because, I mean, she and Anton go way back. Uh, I'll help wrangle the spider in the back. I mean, uh, surely Lathander and Jericho and I, we can take care of that. It won't be a problem. That's, that's fine. More it's so fine. You, it's so fine. I'm, I'm so glad that it's, it's, everything's fine. 
We're Moa, all being you, so fine and honest with one another. Would you help me carry our unconscious friend over to Anton? And I'm sure Columbina can help us. Oh, I mean, I would love to, but I kind of, oh, you know, my ankle. I think I stepped on something when I was doing a tumble and just, mm, really. <laughs> but Columbina, though, Columbina will totally help you out. Won't yeah. you, Columbina? And the, the other the other, the other female clown, like, take him to Anton? Yeah, let's take him to Anton. That's a great idea. Oh, God. I just, I just want, Nevitz really wants to get out of this conversation. Like, because he's getting rid of the longer the lie exists in his mind. Luthanda, who's leaning on his staff through this entire, just <laughs> relaxing. He's finally uh, got his staff back. He's having a little bit of a lean. Says, it's Taylene, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, it says, Taylene, they're, uh, they're all very tired. We're all very tired. It's been a busy morning. Why don't we have a chat? We'll let the others get on with things. We have heard about people having visions. It's definitely, we, we've definitely heard the same thing, but. Her eyes go sh- wide, like, oh. But we're not sure, we're, we're, we're not sure who's who's having them either. So let's, let's swap notes. Why don't we swap notes and let the others carry on? Because we might be able to figure it out. Yes, because as you've been spraining your ankle, practicing your routines, again, we've been gathering gold for the Hanatas and bringing back quite a tale. So, you know. Did you see Talian's whole expression, Bryce's? That sounds like the best plan. The best plan that I've heard mm-hmm. ever since we've come to this town. What a great plan. Uh, all right, Lathander, like, let me know where's a good place for us to, to swap notes. We've a lot of notes to swap. And Colin, you've got this right. You'll see that the other, other clowns like, and she helps get the, the, the guy situated back on the spider so that the, the spider can help haul him over to the tent. Lots of notes. Goody. So many. All the notes. I'm looking forward <laughs> to all of these notes. Uh, I mean, and w- with that, I think noticing that now for the first time, now that he's not trying to tell a lie, which is impossible for Nevitz, apparently, canonically, noticing that both Adewale and um, Jericho are not present, he would just kind of um, fire a... Um, a dart of flame. What's my cantrip? Uh, he'll do a firebolt into this guy. A uh, purple firebolt so they know it's me. And just hopefully that they can come down to where we're at and help us carry the body. Because I think Adewala can carry the body better than Nevitz and more. Yeah. Okay, I'm at a negative strength. I don't know about you, but... Uh, yep. I'll, I'll, I'll compete yeah. with you for negatives. So, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so, okay. yeah, I, I shoot up a, just a purple flare trying to get the group back together. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the puppet show's wrapping up, so I, I waltz over. All right. And so as the as the puppet show wraps up and you see that uh, that the children cheer, there's there's two Hanataz children, a little boy with green hair and a little girl with purple hair who, who say, Yay, Jericho's the best! Like, we, we should keep playing! As they both pick up two fairly sizable sticks, like about maybe like a foot long, like good thick ones, and begin really aggressively fencing one another, just wailing oh, away. All right. Um... Is All right. I feel Jericho just let that happen. I'm gonna like intercept, like, I'm gonna like grab one of the sticks from him and be like, kind of waggle my finger. Jericho waggles her finger and she's like, here. And then, like, some stuff like appears above my head. He's like, proper technique is important, okay? So I, I'm gonna like show them how to actually use a sword <laughs> with this stick, like, show them like stances, you know. Because I'm an adventurer, you know, I know how to use a sword. I'm going to show him how to do it. You do, uh, do me a favor, and can you roll performance? Oh, yeah, sure. I can totally do that. You want to teach him how to lean on the stick? <laughs> come talk to Luthander. 13. That's 17. 17. All right, so you properly demonstrate the technique. What's, what's the move you most want to teach these two children who are about, like, eight years old? Well, um, I want to... I want to teach them how to parry. Like, I, I'm, I'm like, like, okay. I, like, tell one of the kids, like, come at me, okay? I'm like, like, look at this, you know? And he's like, come here. And he comes at me with his stick, and then I, like, block it. And I say, like, you know? Then, like, more burning text appears next to my head. Like, this is how you defend yourself. And uh, I, 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 like, hand him the stick, and I'm like, okay, kid. You know, go, go do your thing. And so, like, you know, I watch him parry, and then I'm like, nope. And, uh, you know, I grab the stick. I'm basically teaching these kids how to, like, 
prevent themselves from dying. That's, that's incredibly noble of you, Jericho. And so yeah. as you, you hand back the sticks to, to the children, you know, the, the little boy who you recognize was running around the camp as, as Strend, the little purple girl that you recognize as Claysta. Uh, they, they, they smile gratefully as they, they give you a little, a little Anata's bow as they resume their fighting. And as the, as the boy makes for a, a thrust at the girl, she hits him in the wrist, uh, causing him to drop the sword, and then whacks him on top of the head and laughs. Aha, you can't read. Jeez. Oh. oh. I like shake my head. <laughs> I like shrug, I like ruffle the kid's head and just head back to where with the others. And as you as you shake your head, you see that the little Vezzy is standing next to you with a, a new bag of Humber Nuts, you know, fresh out of the, the stall. And it's like, at least you tried. Yeah, it's true. After the whole who's right nonsense with uh, Tadas here, after he says, that's not how you say it, I'll be like, well, I'm sorry. Common is not my primary language. It's my secondary. I... Grew up speaking giant. He just but. stares at you, unspeaking, unflinching. Doesn't even blink, really. Just stares straight at you. Well, you're creepy. I'm going to go and help out. You can uh, skedaddle. Adios. I will stay. Yeah. Okay. Suit yourself. All right. And so uh, then Adewale rejoins the, the other uh, three going up towards the the tent where Anton is, is is stationed with his jests that he might also heal this poor man you found in the well. Yeah. And uh, and as you do so, you see that uh, the female acrobat, Taylene, is you know, almost bouncing now as she's uh, she's smiling from ear to ear that Lathander is there. She's, oh, so, notes. I want all the notes. What notes do you have so far? Well, we've got quite a few. So we've heard some of the rumors as well, but we just... Hold on, are you hungry? Should we get something to eat first? It's a day. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Maybe later. Let's just... I mean, it is almost lunch. Did you you already have breakfast? I did, yes. Not hungry at the moment. Maybe later. Later, yeah, of course, later. I I love later. Later is, is one of my favorite things. Wow. She is so into him. Oh my god. This is not what I expected. Uh, okay. Not I'm not saving Morgan. Uh. <laughs> so meanwhile, the, you have the you know, the other four of you have this uh you are walking with Taylene towards the tent as this unconscious man is slung across the back of a giant spider and Columbina is just is whistling to herself as she twirls one of the, the ends of her jester's hat and is like, well, I mean, that was maybe the stupidest way for things to work out, but they worked out. So so what's the story? Where'd you find the spider in this guy? That's crazy. She, but uh, Columbina looks towards Moises. Oh, by the way, I know you don't have visions. Tillian's an idiot, but I really appreciate you distracting her because you was just going to bother Mother Salvenza all day long because she woke up and she had this stupid dream that she was going to end up with some guy with a staff and like there's only one of those in camp so she wanted to make sure that it was real you know this happens like every time you know last last season she thought that she was going to end up with Cray the Blade which is crazy because he's super creepy and also like so old but whatever you know it's it's good to let her get it out of her system Okay. If it doesn't matter to her other than putting to rest her own neuroses, just go ahead and tell her that you heard whispers that I had been seeing visions lately. And I'll tell her whatever she needs to hear. Pauses and says like, You lies. First of all, that's a terrible lie. And also, that would mean the death of all Hanatas? Yeah, the, the end of the world. That's... Yeah, oh, not so just you've Hanatas. Also, you've also listened to Mother Sylvensa. Yes. I, sorry, I, I'm just new to that, but I I feel if uh, she's thinking about that, then she won't worry about whether or not she's just of 
my friend. Actually, hey, kind of like how if I if, if you light me on fire, I won't think that you know, my pants are too tight. I mean, that's that's solving a problem with a much worse problem. I don't really understand the, the logic there, Nevitz, but aren't spellmans supposed to be the smart ones? Let me just. OK, first of all, <laughs> I'm playing the long game. Taylene's not. She's going to obsess about something anyways. And if it's easy enough for me to send her down a rabbit hole that doesn't stop us from doing what we need to do for the elders of the Bonduran Council, then all the better for it. I mean, that's fair. It's hard to argue with that logic. Really? No, of course. It's a stupid plan. <laughs> okay. <laughs> In either case, uh, we found the spider and the gold at some cache site where we believe criminals of the town were hiding money. And obviously criminals aren't going to go to the local authorities. So it's our money now and we're leaving tomorrow morning. Yeah, that, uh, I mean, hard to argue with that, certainly. Uh, but, you know, it's, it's all going to work out. This is certainly a huge find and this is totally gonna make my day like thank you for letting me be a part of this why is this going to make your day columbina yeah this oh, is kind I, of our thing because i love helping people oh you don't okay can i get a vibe check from this chick yeah <laughs> real insight yeah oh. okay what are the vibes uh are the vibes what are the that's Ooh. a nat one for okay, seven yeah, so uh you aren't used to seeing Columbina be this eager unless there's something very self-serving going on, but you can't put your finger on what it could possibly be in this particular moment. And we know that she hates Anton and normally yeah. would not want to ever go to Anton's tent. Correct. Well, it's she, like, hates a strong word in the Hanataz. It's more like she, uh, yeah. she seems to have a singular delight in making his life miserable. For the lulls. Sounds like hate to me. I'm gonna like kind of uh, stand in like a protective um, stance in front of the spider, Robert, to make me look a little bit more intimidating and kind of glare at her and be like, okay, what do you want? What do I want? More. I think I want what all Hanatas want to help each other and do the right thing. And in this moment, I'm helping you. Oh, get don't give me the pamphlet. Guy. Just tell me what you actually want. Oh, I swear. Upon Jinx, all I want to do is help you get that person over to the tent of Jess where Anton is. All right. Listen, uh, my you spider. You just want to cause problems for Anton to. Mm-hmm. If this, if you are after anything nefarious to do with us. My spider may eat cows now, but that could quickly change. So watch yourself. More. Ooh, okay. Don't worry. I won't do anything near spider. Promise. Cross my heart. Mm-hmm. But come on, let's go. I mean, don't we want to help this guy? Looks like he's he's seen better days. I think this would probably be for the best. Yeah, lead the way. Gladly. She's practically skipping as she leads through the, the little maze of tents. Uh, through to the northern end of the camp where you come around past the Tent of Veils, circling where you can still see uh, Boreg and Kalnese uh, doing their feats of strength over the wrestling pen to come to this big, brightly colored uh, green and purple tent where they've set up the Tent of Jests for all sorts of, of japes and pranks and other things with uh, that is also serves as a makeshift shrine to the gods that favor the Hanataz. And uh, to Columbina, who kind of hops and skips over to the tent flap as she uh, shouts, says, Hey, oh, Anton, are you there? And you hear uh, the voice uh, call out, Uh, yes, uh, Columbina, I'm, I'm, I'm busy tending. What? What? And is this, is this some dire need? Is, oh, yes, yes, yes. Very dire need. We've got someone who is in need of your skills. And you hear the, 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 the shuffling inside the tent of, of old Anton, who's probably only slightly younger than Mother Salvenza, uh, coming towards the front of the tent. And, uh, and as he does, uh, Columbina takes a little step to the side and says, Hey, Anton, what was that thing you said you had? Arachnophobia? As she f- swings the tent flap open. Oh. And you see the, uh, so you see old Anton, this dude. Sweet old man uh, with his turban and his big, colorful mustache. Oh, no. Take uh, <laughs> take one look at the more 
riding on top of a spider the size of a horse. And he his eyes go wide and he goes. Clutches at his chest. No. His mouth forms a perfect O as he goes woof, in the straw in front of you. Oh my god, did we just uh, kill him? Oh my god. Uh, yeah, I mean, Nevitz. No, no, runs, she killed him. Nevitz runs up and flips the body. Is he breathing? Is he unconscious or is he dead? Did we heart attack or faint? Medicine check. Oh, that's how you get me. Uh, oh, okay. 15. 13 on the die. Up, oh, he's still breathing. Columbina, you've been more than helpful. Please. And she leave. just snorts, is cracking up, like doubled over with laughter. Like, <laughs> oh, did you see the look on his face? Oh, that was perfect. Oh, thank you. You you guys are the best. Seriously. Like, Adderall they is have definitely laughing bodies. alongside her. Columbina, I just want you to know I wasn't bluffing. Have the vision. The end is coming. And Nevitz looks back and starts trying to bring back Anton. Pride fills Moore's eyes at that line. <laughs> Abruptly, Anton sits up. <gasps> yeah, and so and Nevitz makes sure to put himself between Anton's face and the giant arachnid. Yeah, I'm uh, scooting Robert back away from the entrance of the tent. Uh, for the record, Moore is hiding behind Nevitz on this one. Yeah, look at my face. I just want you to know we were not aware that you had a very sensible phobia against arachnids, but but the creature behind us is a pet and ally of more, and it will absolutely not hurt you. And the only reason we are using it is because he carried a body here who needs your medical attention. So he, he- Slowly picks himself up, you know, picking pieces of straw off his fine vest. And never his prestidigitation, like getting me all cleaned up. Yes, but please bring this this poor man here. Let me let me go and, and, and fetch my candles to begin a ritual to heal this poor fellow. You see him look over in the inside of the tent. There's a, with the shrine, all the things laid out uh, in honor of the Hanatas gods. And when he looks over the shrine, he, he sees that conspicuously. Right about where you would lay out some religious votive candles are little circular divots where it looks like something wax had been there that is now missing. And he looks at he looks at them, he squints, he goes, I hate the clowns. Could have been worse. Um, try working with Vezi for a day. Um, is there anything we can get you to carry out your uh, your inspection? Yes, I can I can channel the power of the divine. The three that favor us can flow through my hands to heal this man if I have my candles. I'll just ask the GM out of care. Would we know either where candles are stored or how we can go and get them? Actually, do I have them in my inventory? Or does, does, well, are these magical candles or regular candles? Well, apparently I'm on a date, so I might need candles as well. <laughs> so if you find them, let me know. <laughs> And so you know that these uh that these candles are specifically for the shrine, and so they should be here. It looks like based on the impressions in the in the table, where there's a little circular telltale circular ring of wax, that someone swiped them like right when your back was turned. Do I know where the clowns are at? I'm probably buddies with them, right? Yeah, actually, Foxy, you are you? Is Jericho in with us, or is she? I think watching I was tagging along. Okay, yeah, I Jericho was okay. there. Uh, yeah, I mean, I, I guess I would just kind of look up in to to Jericho for did 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 you see Columbina take them? Um, I don't think I did. I don't do a give me a perception check there, Jericho. All right, and that's five. Eighteen. Eighteen. Uh, so you as you look around, you see that in the the frantic rush of. Anton doing the faceplant and getting the injured man off the spider and trying to figure out what was going on. Uh, Bina's gone. And just like a little text appears above my head. Well, and Bina took them. Anton, is it okay if we leave this gentleman in your care and we are going to go and find your candles and we are going to bring them back? Please don't leave the spider. No, 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 no. We'll, we'll take the spider. Uh, do you have a secure location here? 
What do you mean? I mean, we are carrying a lot of money. And considering people are stealing candles, I'd rather not be walking about with it. Oh, I I certainly wouldn't want anything like that in, in here. There's too much foot track. You find, you can find Brayon or Cray. They have access to chests with locks. They, they could help secure your things. Thank you. That's perfect advice. If you can please watch over this gentleman, we are going to take this spider away from your presence and we are going to take care of some business and be back with your can. Oh, bless you, small one. I am glad that you are with us because your compassion is like a drop of rain in the endless desert of those mother of clowns. Ah, they're a curse upon my hide. The patience you show to all of us younger folk is a gift in and of itself. Stick with them. They will eventually stop being the snarky bitches that they are. I know it. Thank you. He pats your hand. And, you know, on the exact opposite side of the camp, Taylene is just fawning over everything that that Lathander says. Every comment that he can think of. (laughs) She she agrees with wholeheartedly. She's like, so, so I just, I wanted to know, like, the staff. What's up with that? Hey, wait, wait, Phil, is Luthander aware of what's going on? <laughs> oh my gosh. Is he? Uh, <laughs> is he? <laughs> Luthander is only, what, 16? Yeah. Probably picking things up. He, yeah, that, some of the early comments would have set the uh, alarm bells ringing, I think. He's picking up the direction this is going. And Nate did just describe that as fawning. I did, yes. Yeah. Yeah. I think most teenagers are perceptive once it falls into fawning territory. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Lithander's... So the staff question, uh, that's just... You've got to be well-rested. You never know what's coming uh, when when you're travelling. It's just useful to have something like that. So... Um, Ask her something about herself. I hadn't. I I, I kind of exaggerated when I said that we'd heard something about visions, Um, but it'd be be great to hear a little bit more about what rumours you've heard because we've been away for a better part of the morning. Oh, yeah. I've heard so many crazy rumours. Ask me. Ask me any rumour. I totally know all the rumours. Just... Just go with one, boom. Because I, while you were out doing all that, you know, very heroic and super cool stuff, like I've just been stuck here, and so I have to listen to all the stuff of Brian going on about, like, oh, this thing about the mystic flow, the Xanthus, and blah 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 blah. But like sometimes they say things that I know we're not supposed to hear. Anything about visions? Uh, Specifically. So, visions. Honestly, if I knew somebody who, who had visions or could see visions, that'd be super helpful because I had this dream lately that I've been kind of wanting someone to work out with. But actually, since you mentioned it, there was some super strange stuff going on that I heard the Bondarans talking about that I know that they didn't want me to hear. Oh, yeah. What's that? So um, I've heard just over this listening in that Brian told Cray he heard there's two other troops just within the past month. Both of their Cirruses died like that. Wow. So, so I mean, it's like, I understand that like the Cirrus is supposed to be old, right? Like I get that, but for them to both die in the same season, like that's super weird, right? Yeah. That sounds really weird. Like, and obviously like Mother Salvenza, like, I mean, she's old, duh, but I mean, she seems like she's totally fine. I, she hasn't done anything weird lately. And she normally does kind of weird, semi-weird, weird adjacent stuff. But this feels like, I mean, you don't think something's going to happen to her, do you? She's, I've got like, something I really wanted to ask her. Luthander says, yeah, like totally weird adjacent. Uh, 
Oh, she seems fine. Yeah, she seems fine. I'm fine. Um, I'm sure she's fine. Did they think it was a coincidence? That's really, you're really good at listening out for stuff. Oh, really? Like, oh, you know, that's the nicest thing someone said to me. Oh, I, I'm always listening to, to Colin Bina and Zani and they go on all the time. But you know, I feel like nobody, nobody appreciates that I'm listening to them, you know? Yeah. So. But I mean, that's just one of the things that's just, it's, I feel like I haven't gotten to hang out with you as much because you are, you know, you are someone who appreciates what other people do for them, right? Like that's, that's something really remarkable. And that's when you hear a, a strangely familiar voice pipe up with, oh yeah, he's, he's amazing. He's a hero. And you see the, the little blonde boy <laughs> with his missing tooth, you know, with a holding a balloon, run up to Lathander. They're like, he saved my life. Everyone thought, like, my mom's gonna make sure he gets a big reward. And Talion just goes, oh, That was you? You fought the bear? Everyone's been talking about someone fought the bear. Yeah, it was totally me. I mean, the others, I don't even know where they were. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> At a while, he was running in the opposite direction. Uh, no, I don't, I actually don't say that because uh, I wouldn't. Make that joke to Taylene. I even wrote her name down because you know I wouldn't want to forget. Oh yeah, she's a girl. girlfriend. So <laughs> wrote her down in a notebook sixteen times. Yeah, that's right. Uh, so I'm going to get down on a, a knee to the height. <laughs> Already? <laughs> oh, no, all right, no. all right. It's moving fast. Lock it up. I'm not facing Taylene. I'm just facing uh, the kid. What's his name again? Smedley. Oh, there was a name that was perfect. Uh, Smedley. I'm going to say, hey, buddy, it's good to see you. How are you feeling? I I feel great. His pupils are still dilated from uh, being slammed into the ground (laughs) earlier. Okay. I'm so glad to hear that. Are you having fun? This is the most fun day I've ever had. I lost a tooth. I saw I saw a bear. Like I got to get the this balloon, and I found a knife. Like this has been a great day. Oh, you found a knife? What knife? Oh yeah, did you I found find? A, I found a knife. Yeah, it was, it was just like lying there. It was crazy. Oh, what? Have you got it on you? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I've got it right here. Any? Can I see it? Yep, and he, he hands you over uh, what looks like a stiletto that is just soaked in blood. Uh, Meanwhile, the, the four of you over there uh, with the spider come out of <coughs> Anton's tent uh, just in time to hear this, this loud shouting of this horrific argument uh, coming from the gambling tent. And a- as you, you watch, you see the front of the tent bulge open as these two men come stumbling out of it, just wailing on each other, like bare fists, bam, 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 right into meat and bone. Um, are one or more of them Hanatas? Uh, they are both locals. Oh, this is a non-problem. At a while, eh? Gonna stomp right up to them. Bellops. Stomp away. <laughs> Why are you causing a disturbance among our carnivals? And the men are so gripped with this incredible fight that no one is giving Adewale the slightest bit of mind. Okay. So Adewale is going to get as close as he can without getting a, a hay, haywire haymaker thrown at him. And he's going to scream as loud as he can, as close to one of their heads as possible. Which will totally alert the whole camp. But it'll make them stop fighting. Hopefully. Okay. Uh, roll intimidation. Oh, I'm proficient. Sixteen. No. Okay. Fifteen. Sorry. No, still. Fifteen. But I don't like. Give your shout. Give your your oh, your fight ending shout for us. Grow. Does that a wookie? Kind of sounded like it. I think I cut out. But we're, we're going to go with that. We're going to go with that. There we go. Okay. And so you see that both of the men, like, they break apart in their grapple. You know, one with a 
huge shiner. The other guy looking like his jaw might be slightly knocked out of kilter. You know, both their knuckles all bloody and raw as they just are gasping for air. <gasps> I will ask again. Quieter this time. Why are you causing a disturbance in our carnival? You see that the one man who's a little shorter and stockier with a reddish beard point his finger over and say, because th- that, that man, that scoundrel stole my money. And you see the the other one, the orange, distinctive orange skin of a Sarth, you know, the, the people who are known for their ability to cut flowstones, spits blood on the ground and says, ah, a, a fine lie from this one. You stole my money. And he's like, oh, that's impossible. If I stole your money, then where? how come I'm broke? You took my coin purse. You thieving bastard. As they they buck up to get ready to fight again. Hey, 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 no. There's a very easy answer to what happened to both of you. Are you ready to hear it without causing another scene? And out of all, they will stiffen up and bulge his muscles as much as possible because I will end it. You see that the, the two men you know, pause their fray and look warily over in Adewale's direction, like, all right, big man, what's your theory? You both were pickpocketed by someone else entirely, and they got away. And as Adewale is, is trying to reason with these fellows, Nevitz, you feel a hand on your shoulder? Yeah. And you, you turn to see a this smiling woman with platinum blonde hair looking down at you. Well, hello there, fellow. I smell coin, and I am very good friends with people who I can smell coin on. I'm Jillian Van X, and I think the two of us can become very good friends. And that's uh, where we'll pause. Can we Mother. do that? Is it time for that? <laughs> that's where we'll pause. <laughs> no! no. <sighs> hey, everybody. Thanks for joining us on Visions Veiled and Violent a D&D actual play of Gooey Cube's Darkest Dream Adventure from the Red Star Rising campaign. Check out their amazing content at gooeycube.com. Also, a special thank you to Tabletop Audio for providing the fantastic music that accompanied this episode. As ever, please like, rate, and subscribe to us wherever you get your podcast. And if you can, help us out at the Patreon by supporting us at the $3 tier. We hope to continue to share our collective storytelling with the community, and that's all made possible by your support. So please, tell your friends. Heck, tell your enemies if they like fantasy roleplay. Remember, you don't know the burdens others have carried to arrive at your gaming table. So be kind. Safe travels until next week when we return to Visions Veiled and Violent.